All right. Well, what's up? I know a lot of you. It's so good to see those that I do know, those that I don't. I, I just want to set your expectations as low as possible, right? Uh, Danae, there's a couple of things. One is uh, Danae asked me to do this, and I'm, I'm not sure why. I, I do feel like there's probably far better people to talk about team building, um, but I'll just tell you a little bit about myself um, because I, I really do love the body of Christ. I love what Christ has done for us as the people of God. Uh, a little bit of, about myself and how I kind of came into this uh, conversation, if you will. I was sitting with a pastor friend of mine, and we were uh, just over coffee sharing life together and about our kids. I, I'm married uh, now for almost 20 years. My wife is over here and we have five kids. And every time I say that, I get similar responses to that. You know, oh my gosh, how could you have five kids? Um, you know, that's craziness. And, you know, do you know how to stop that? Which that question never makes sense to me because why would I stop it if I knew how to stop it? I mean, there's so many things beyond how, our family and the life, and I'm sitting with this pastor, and we're just sharing life together, talking about our kids. And as we're talking about our kids, both of us are extremely broken about seeing our kids grow up and the inabilities that we have to actually parent them and how much, how weak we feel as we sit with our kids and watch them grow and trying to help them make decisions. And our our hearts are filled with affection, desire for them to grow, And then we start talking about our churches and everything switches from talking about our kids to talking about how many people we have and how much budget we've got and how all of a sudden a friend became a competitor. All of a sudden I I was comparing myself to his church and his community and, and before we were just talking about family. Everything shifted, and I've been bivocational for a lot of years now. I get to run a uh, painting company, josephscopainting.com. If you need painting, interior, exterior, give us a call, you know, give you a good deal. We add 10% uh, to everybody in this room because you're giving to a good cause. Um, I've been bivocational for a long time. I love working in the business realm. I've been pastoring for a long time. I, I'm a, I chose to be bivocational. Let's put it that way. I love doing business. I, I love doing business. I love pastoring a church. I love the whole part of it. But what I learned quickly was that leading the business world and leading in my family at home with five kids are completely different. So let me just write, read some things I wrote down as far as leading. Uh, a business. In business, I'm, I'm constantly concerned about profits, numbers, customers, sales, employees, reviews. In my family, I'm concerned about health, growth, unity, discipline, love, and stewardship. In my business, I'm constantly concerned about is my budget growing? Is the customer base growing? Is the staff growing? It's always this kind of growth. In my family, I'm wanting to know, is it healthy? Um, can I care for another kid? I'm constantly asking the question, not just should I have more kids, 
but can I care for another kid? Am I set up for growth? When, when we have a kid, is, is the last talking about taken care of as well? Is, there's a lot of other quick questions to growth when I'm talking about business, when I'm talking about family. Business, I'm wondering, is an employee doing their part to keep and keeping them motivated to do their job? Should I fire them and get a new position? Or should I? who should I add to the team? What should take place? And we're constantly moving pieces to try to put together the best team to get the best product. In family, I've never fired one of my kids. I've, I haven't fired my wife and gone out and got another one. In family, we're not thinking about hiring and firing, we're thinking about developing and growing who we already have. And what are the gifts that each one of them have? And how can we make space for them to grow in the gifts that they have? And how can we help them develop? How do we disciple them in their gifts? In business, I'm always looking for the strongest. How can I build the strongest team for the best results? That's what I'm constantly looking for. In family, ah, I'm not trying to find the strongest. Matter of fact, in family, the weakest and the most vulnerable become the center of the family. They become the ones who everybody surrounds to serve and take care of. We're not getting rid of the weakest. Matter of fact, you don't have conversations on women inside of a family, children inside of a family, the weak, the disabled. It's not what's their role. It's how can we serve together and accomplish as a family what it looks like to care for one another. In business, the entry point is through resumes, interviews, education, and how good you are at performance. In family, it's through birth, covenant, Business, you go after who's your target group? How do you get market shares? And how do you create an environment for the customer and family? It's who do we have? How do we share it with others? How do we use this to bless? In business, it's excellence. It's being better than everybody else. In family, it's faithfulness. It's being who you are called to be with what you have. In business, money determines your success, your decisions, and your bottom lines. In family, loving God, loving others is the bottom line, even if it costs you everything. I'm hoping that what you're seeing in this is I've been a businessman for quite a few years, and I've I've also been in the church world for a few years, and I've also raised quite a large family. Um. My question came down to what do I want my church to look like? Do I want it to look more like my family and the skill set I use there to develop my family? Um, and I'm hoping, do I want to use it more like my business? Um, and I'm hoping that you're, you're, you're seeing the theme of this because I know each one of us have different contexts, different environments, different cultures, different places that has been said. So I, instead of saying what you should do, because honestly, I don't. When I look at other families, I don't compete with them, and I don't even contend to think I know what they should do. I'm constantly wondering what I should do in family. I'm not sitting there looking and going, man, every family should do what I'm doing. But I will say this. 
inside of this, what do you want your team to look like? What do you want your team to feel like? What do you want your church to feel like when they come? Is it more geared towards customer relations and target groups? And, or is it, I want this to be a family. Now, I realize that every church, every community, every family has business elements to it. There are business things that must be taken care of. But what do I want the church to feel like? What are the qualifications of your leadership? What's the bottom line? I worked in a church. Won't, won't say names. It's all pretty much exploded now. But when I first moved to Phoenix, I worked in a church. And the pastor taught me as a young pastor. Here's what I did church government-wise. I have a business board and I have a, a spiritual board. And those two boards never meet. This board takes care of the business and this board takes care of the spirit. As this pastor had an affair on his wife, ends up going out, uh, you know, and, and he's... They're navigating, what do we do with this guy? All the power to make decisions fell on who? The business board or the spiritual board? It all fell on the business board. I sat with, as a young pastor, I sat with a group of businessmen who were leading the church through disciplining a man who was cheating on his wife. As they, as we talked, I kept bringing up scriptures, just going like, what do you do with this text? One, pat, one board member looked at me and said, I quote, we go by the bylaws, not by the Bible. Now, I'm just thankful that he actually had the guts to say what is actually true. Because the reality is, most of us, when we're talking about team building and creating culture, are looking more towards the business realm than we are towards family. Titus 1 talks about what we should look for in pastors and elders so that you might, I'll just read it to you. This is why I left you in Crete so that you might put to reminder and to order, appoint elders in every town as I directed. If anyone is above reproach, the husband of one wife and his children are believers and not open to charge of debauchery or insubordination. For an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy or gain, but hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, disciplined. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction and sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. Many, if not all, of these qualifications for an elder are things that you find in a family man. Not one mention of what he does in the business realm. Paul laments in 1 Corinthians 4.15 that there are tens of thousands of boy teachers or tutors, but there's not many fathers. He's recognizing that there are many people who would rather just tutor and teach than family, than build a family. Here's what I have tried to uh, approach with building and pastoring and 
being in a church. As a bivocational pastor, I've never, so let me just put all my cards on the table. I've never had to hire a staff member, never. So I don't know what that's like. I, I've hired and fired in the business world, but I've, I haven't had to do that in the church world. We have a, a, a seven, six bivocational elders. Uh, we all have different roles. We have a group of deacons. We have, uh, you know, we don't have the kinds of staff. So I understand that I, I don't necessarily know all that some of you are facing. But as I have worked myself and also given time and, and pastored in the church, I haven't had to go through hiring and firing and staff turnover. Um, but what I have seen is we've had to discipline people. Uh, we've had to remove people. But at the same time, we haven't maybe had the staff turnover. Our elders have been with us for a lot of years. And uh, so that's been helpful. We may not see the immediate results, but what we have seen is people rise up to lead kids' ministry, music, youth, uh, all the kinds of things. People have risen up without pay. They've, do, they've done it in, in extremely ways. The other thing that I, I, in extremely generous ways, and they've done a phenomenal job as we've resourced them. I, I also think of, we've never struggled with the diversity conversation. I've, I had a pastor. Now I, I, I will say this is, and does sound racist. It is, but I've had a pastor ask me, how did you get all these black people to come to your church without paying them? Without trying to like take offense to it. I I also said, they're my family. We're friends. We do life together. We are in the same community. We share heart and vision. Diversity conversation we have not had. We are an extremely diverse community. Extremely diverse community. The other thing is that we are constantly having these conversations. We have quite a bit of a homeless population that come to our, our community. And I have a guy who was sitting in the back who smells really bad. And a guy came up to me and he said, hey man, that guy's sitting in the back. He smells really bad. Um, you're gonna drive visitors away if he, if he sits there. And I said, man, we need to figure out how to get him in the front row rather than trying to figure out how to get him out, Right? These realities of attracting people who don't want to be a part of the family have not been a part of our conversations as a team. But we do want people. And we have grown considerably. We've seen God work in our, our, our community. We've seen people birthed into the family of God. We've seen quite a few salvations. Now, when I, when I say that I've been married for 20 years, And when I talk to you about building a team, when I say to you that I have five kids and my five kids are growing in their faith in Christ and they're seeing things happen in their lives that are incredible. I'm super proud of all of my kids in their stage of life. When I tell a pastor how many kids I have, they look at me crazy like, How could you have five kids? That's a ton of responsibility. Because most pastors, if we're honest, we want big churches, not big families. 
And there's something to, to this that I think we should just look into our hearts because I think what qualifies us to be leaders in the church is, and building the type of team and culture, what qualifies us according to Titus, what qualifies us in the church is, look at your, how is your wife doing well? Are your kids growing in Christ? Are they flourishing? Are they, um, are you hospitable? Do you open up your doors to people? Do you, are you in it not for the money, the greed, the things that he mentions there in Titus? And then once that starts to settle in, you start to see that the slow road can actually build something that's extremely healthy and extremely powerful. And if somebody wants to, to know how to build, I would say, the kind of culture that, that we're trying to build, you would know that it would hopefully look more like a family, which would mean this. I could tell you all the mess. Our family is broken and in need of grace. We have a ton of issues that we struggle with and we pray for them and we walk through them and it costs us everything. And we're constantly trying to deal with the issues and the problems that are taking place. And these men and women that lead in our community have taken on uh, responsibilities to help lead and serve and to bring people in it. But I, I just think as we enter into this conversation on team building and culture setting and all those kinds of things, we just got to at least get to the, the same conversation for me. Do I want a family or do I want a business? And I think that will help us approach it. Now, a couple things, and then I hit my time. Then you can ask other people better questions. Um, this makes it sound arrogant in the sense of that I would taking massive pot shots at the church and how it's been built. Although I do have my concerns, I hope that you hear that I'm really focused on the family that God's placed in my care. I'm not sitting around thinking a lot about what God's placed in your hands. And I, I do pray that as church leaders and people of God, you're wrestling with whatever context you're in, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What is it that you're at the baseline? Do people have a sense of family and connection in that way? And, and I, I know as churches grow and get bigger and have more dynamics, you're going to wrestle with what does that size family look like? And what does what that size family look like? And how does that work? And I know as you have visitors that come and check it out and what, what kind of experience that they have, we wrestle with those things too. But at the bottom line, as we're all wrestling with it, I, I do pray that as I sit in a church community who are asking questions, it sounds, and I'll just, I've been in the business world a long time. I love it. When I sit at the business table, we spend a lot of times strategizing. When I sit at the family table, my wife and I spend a lot of time praying, asking the Lord to do something and move in the hearts of our children. When I sit at the business table, 
um, I sit there in strength, wanting people to know how good I am at this. When I sit at the family table, I'm constantly expressing how much I need help and how much I need uh, the family, how much I need the people of God, how much I need Christ and his work for me. When I sit with, um, with business, constantly trying to figure out how we can break into other markets and grow and at the family, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about health. I will say this to finish. Um, I think you could be a great businessman and not a good family man. But I think you could be a great family man and apply that to building a good business. You, there's a lot that you could do as a family man to bring that culture into building a business that's healthy and that is a family of people that are working together to share life together. And I think a lot of what we can use gifted wise that we learn from the family, we can bring over into the business world for sure. But we can't, we can't just take business principles and just lay them over our family because we'll end up with a different, a different, different feel, different life. So I, I'll just leave it with this, with a question to, to you. When we talk about team building, what do, what do we want? When we talk about culture, what does God want us to grow? How does he want us to build? And then just leave it with this. We're not called to grow the church. Um, can do all, we plant, we water, and only God brings the increase. We can do all of the things of faithfulness, but only God can bring growth. Only God can do the kind of growth that we want. So when we see growth in families and when we see growth, when we see God opening the womb, when we see God bringing about spiritual birth, when we see God blessing other families and they're growing other churches and they're growing, we've got to give credit to him for that because I... I do know that if there is growth, it's because of God's faithfulness. God has blessed and grown our family in ways that I cannot take credit for. And I think we're praying that he will continue to bless us in that way. Financially, numerically, we want to see more and more people come to know Christ and be a part of his family. But that's a mystery that I think we've got to just keep trusting him with. Keep planting, keep watering, keep doing the faithful work, keep staying with what God's called us to and let him do what only he can do. And that's growing his people and bringing them into and growing them into his headship, All right? Thank you guys.